It was not about the bad offensive line five years ago or the bad offensive line right now. And it was never about bad wide receivers dropping passes six years ago or bad wide receivers dropping passes right now. It is about the only human being that matters in under this regime, Matthew James Nagy. Good day and salutations. Welcome to the Bloodlines Podcast, your one-stop shop for horrifying gambling stories, aggressively mediocre gambling advice on everything from Appalachian State Aquatics to arm wrestling. I am your host, Brad Kirschenbaum, joined by the brother-in-law who is that guy in Vegas staring at the board yelling, this can't lose, Tyler Hammock, and supervised by our Chia Pet in the Corner, producer Ali, the Sandroman Godfrey. And uh, coming to you live from Vegas, we are still brought to you by Mortensen Mortuary with five suburban locations and now branching out to one in the Paradise Valley area, burying your loved ones and neighborhood cats. Use promo code BLOOD at checkout for 10% off and a box of matches. That is B-L-O-O-D at checkout for 10% off and a box of Mortensen Mortuary matches. Mortensen Mortuary, you've been killing them and we've been burying them since 1976. Family owned and operated member fdic and you can follow us on twitter at bloodlines picks so if you have any punishment ideas personal rants that you want to get voiced or any general questions for the panel feel free to email us at the bloodlines podcast at gmail.com we can then print those out and use them as toilet paper uh, we will also post the morning of each episode and drop all of our picks for you to track along and most importantly the updated results of the bloodline super contest remember that we are finally on spotify so search bloodlines give us a follow and turn on those notifications so you know when the new episodes are released and as a reminder you can expect episodes to drop wednesday mornings maybe tuesday nights Fridays, maybe Saturday morning. It really just depends on the week. It depends on if we get one episode, two episodes. Who knows? Uh, and if you have a problem with that, DM us at Bloodlines Picks on Twitter or email us at the Bloodlines Podcast at gmail.com. We may read it. We may not. I don't know. I'll read the paper either way. Yeah, all I'm, all I'm hearing in that is we just need everybody to spread the word about the podcast as soon as possible so we can get a, a schedule going when this is our full-time gig and we're not all trying to juggle uh, dogs getting stung by bees and uh, arguments with the wife about omelets and tacos. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's a lot easier to justify uh, when when there's some sort of financial incentive. So we would like it for everybody to give us money to keep talking. Yep, there you go. And then we can drop those episodes on a very consistent basis. And you know what? Then we won't have to use your rants uh, for for toilet paper. Yeah, and I will will simp. I'll simp to any brand. I mean, I, I can be overly passionately zealous about just about everything. So yeah, what's our line here for sponsors? What's what? What's our line here for sponsors? Like, where are we cutting it off? In terms of like how. Like if um, opinionated company is no, like like if Monsanto comes comes to us and they're like, hey, listen, we really want we really want you to promote this uh, this cancer causing drug. 
As in like the planting seed company? Yeah, I think there's a large crossover between our audience and Monsanto's uh, key customer base. Yeah, to be quite honest, though, the Monsanto family, I bet their like great, great, great grandkids in 2222 still don't have to work, though. So if they want to oh, give no me chance. a call, I want to take care of my grandkids. So, yeah, I'll so take our, the phone call. Our line is somewhere left of Monsanto. Perfect. Yeah, somewhere left of Monsanto. I don't know exactly where it is, we'll but I'm open, to, I'm open to that phone call. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And today and with that, today we are going to have a little weekend recap, some boom roasted Caesars last stand, a little hut pool recap. And we're going to go through some midweek picks. And if you guys have any obscure picks as well, and we'll we'll wrap that one up. So we'll start with we'll start with the rundown. Uh, we're going to go through last week's unders, overs and uh, and the lock it up. So we'll we'll run through these real quick here. Uh, Brad, we'll start with you. You had, uh, we're going to start in the unders. So Detroit under 46, uh, you lost that A&M Colorado under 50. You won that took a W there. Tyler, Illinois, Virginia, 55 and a half L Penn state, ball state, 58 took a W there. Texans, Jags, 45 and a half took an L bill Steelers, big W there. And then myself, unders, Oregon, Ohio State at 64. I got a W there. And SDSU, Arizona, 47 and a half, took an L. So we were uh, four of eight on that one, about 50% action. Still uh, pretty, good with our, pretty good with our unders. Yeah. I mean, unders seem to be our, our strong suit. I think that we... we... We all skew over in our natural stance. So to get to an under, we have to really, really like it. That's my st- that's my theory now. Yeah, yeah th- you think you look at it a little extra harder there. Yeah. Um, so jumping into the overs, where we don't do as as well, but you know it's still much more fun to to root for the overs there. Uh, Brad, we're gonna again start with you. Alabama Mercer over fifty nine and a half. You took a W there. Iowa Iowa State. 46 and a half, uh, lost that one. Tyler, ECU, South Carolina, 55 and a half. And then I lost, w there. I lost the last four. Yep. The, the other yeah. The, the next, <laughs> yeah. The next four, you, yep. you, you, you took an L there. Let's move right uh, along. That, yeah. That's Rutgers, Syracuse, <laughs> Panthers, Jets, Falcons, Eagles, and Chargers, uh, Washington. And then but at least you gave the people more picks, which was nice. You did. You did. You get. You gave them more to lose, which is great. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State for myself. I uh, took an L there, uh, and Browns Chiefs fifty five and got a W there. So again, um, hey, at least for me, I, I finally got a finally got a nice Chiefs? W there on. Isn't that? Oh yeah. Well, I thought Browns Chiefs was like thirty three twenty nine. The Browns Chiefs final was 33 to 29. Yeah, yep, so 62. That is 62 points. Yep. Oh. Yeah. You know what? So yeah. We're it's in the overs. So that's a win. That's a win. Congratulations. Yeah. I am still on the unders. It has been a day. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good job, you, you had you had me second guessing myself. No, no, no. You I was right. in here up to I was No, right. no. I I, I know I'm right. I was just Yeah. Hey, it's okay. Like you said, it's been a day. I see you have a glass of wine over there too, Brad. So, oh, it won't be the last. <laughs> and then uh, our locks from the weekend. Uh, Tyler, we're oh. going to kick this one off with you. Uh, ECU, you took uh, took an L on that one. 
The next three, Panthers, Cardinals, Steelers, you won those three. That's great. Uh, I had Miami uh, minus eight and a half. They lost that. Um, I mean, they won the game, but lost the bet. And Brad uh, Pitt and Nebraska first half under 17 and a half points. You won them both those bets. I mean, so our locks were pretty good. Yeah. Irrational confidence goes a long way. Really, at at this point, I've and I this is how I viewed the previous episodes as well. These underpicks and overpicks are, hey, I'm going to flip onto Google real quick. Everybody take these with a grain of salt. When, when I, when I talk about my locks, those are, I'm taking very seriously. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping other people's wallets are following me and I feel confident there. So keep throwing my heat my way on the unders and overs. That's fine. My focus is on making everybody money on the locks and on the NFL, which I was at 11 and two this weekend. So I don't want to hear any of this hoopla about going one and five about some unders. We did just fine. Brad still killing it four and zero in the locks. Ollie, we'll uh, wait till Boom Roasted to talk about yours. <laughs> With that, I want to hear Tyler's Boom Roasted. Dwight, your kiss ass. Boom Roasted. Pam, you failed art school. Boom Roasted. Meredith, you've slept with so many guys, you're starting to look like one. Boom Roasted. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So, Peyton, Eli, and Russell, do you guys mind if I copy your social studies notes on Monday? Boom, roasted. Matt and Aggie, only you and Bill Clinton have the ability to look straight into a camera, spit up some homemade dressing onto a word salad, and stay steadfast in your lies. Repeat after me. I did not have sexual relations with Andy Dalton. <clears throat> Boom, roasted. It's a great Ru- southern accent. I didn't know you could do that. Ryan Pace, Ted Phillips, and yet again, Matt Nagy. Please do us all a favor and listen to the lyrical masterpiece that is cool in the gang and sing after me. Collaborate good times at home this off-season. Boom. Roasted. Urban Meyer, please do us all a favor and listen to the lyrical masterpiece that is Chumbawamba and sing after me. I might stay down. And knock it up again. I have to protect my crown and just stay down and knock it up again. Trevor knows that I'm a clown. He hates this town. We won't get up again. Damn, I miss that college town. Boom. Roasted. I think we just found our royalty-free music, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Just use that for every intro and outro. Thanks, Tyler. And finally, Ollie. I have not seen someone struggle so hard to find a lock since I invited my girlfriend over in eighth grade to watch Saw 3. Boom. Roasted. Mm, yes. <laughs> Spicy. I'll take that one. I like that one. Yeah, you took hey. an L there. Yeah. Oh. Hey, did you guys see that ESPN is sending new TVs to everyone watching Monday Night Football so they can see all of Peyton Manning's foreheads? Boom. Roasted. After adding UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston, I can't decide what's going to be worse. The Big 12, the new class, or Saved by the Bell, the new class. Boom. Roasted. Those are That's great. It. There's two. Those are great. I'm going to just roast myself for not having any boom roasted, but <laughs> how, how, you guys are so clever. How long does it take? How long does it take you to come up with these things? Um, like it took me like eight minutes, wow. uh, and like five to five to 10 minutes. I thought of these on my run this morning and then actually stopped on the side of the road to write them down so that I wouldn't forget <laughs> them. Yeah. There's a lot of times, not really with Boom Roasted. Boom Roasted, I have to, it like has to be dead quiet. Like I can't even be listening to music. It's just like, okay, think of four or five people or topics that you want to make fun of. And then, I don't know, my brain's just kind of weird and wanders. And usually think of some type of political sexual innuendo to 
drop in there and I don't know. You, Brad's, Brad's laughing, so I, I don't know if anybody else is. Hey, <laughs> you're getting me to laugh. And sex will always get a giggle out of me. That's it's. Those are the per, you got you got the ingredients down. You have the recipe down. Boom! It's just a magical feast of boom roasteds. Appreciate that. Uh, so Tyler, you mentioned you're in Vegas. I am in Vegas. Uh, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to hear a little bit about your uh, your experience out there. Yeah. So it's. It's just not the Vegas that I remembered. That's just all I'm going to say. The Vegas of your childhood? The Vegas of my childhood. Um, Yeah, growing up and just waking up on Christmas morning out here in Vegas and having to be all stars and stripes. No, it's just – and Ollie and I were talking about this a little earlier. I think it's just the the perception of what I'm coming to this town is just different. I want different things. I'm looking for different experiences. It just seems really trashy and and really uh, quite a few homeless people is has been my comment, my big negative. One of the great things about Vegas and the Strip, you know, walking down the street and there's people in a Buzz Lightyear and Woody outfit and costumes, people playing guitar and, you know, doing beautiful artwork right there in front of you with just a random bucket of paint. And honestly, right now, it's just a lot of homeless people. Kind of sad. But on a more positive, uplifting note, holy shit, that Monday night football game was incredible. I'm going to hate myself for the rest of my life for not going, but it was more important to be with my wife at her event, and that's absolutely okay. But that game was just incredible. Um, Seeing all the Raiders fans just run into the casino like 10 minutes after the game was over, it was – I kind of want to be a Raiders fan now. Their fan base has absolutely stormed Vegas. It's been – It's just a natural fit for Vegas. It it fits. It's cool. They traveled well. Tons of Ravens fans out here. Um, I mean it's just going to be every NFL fan's number one destination for years to come. This is going to be the I was actually thinking about this when I saw that, uh, you know, that you were in Vegas and, you know, Vegas and then Nashville kind of became the new bachelor bachelorette spot. I think Vegas is going to shift hard for bachelor parties in the fall. Specifically, you know, that every guy who's a huge fan of any uh, any NFL team that's playing in Vegas and be like, you know, it would be sick. If we do our bachelor party out here, we'll get a, yeah. we'll get a suite, bro, and we're gonna get bottle service, and we're gonna get a table, and we're gonna go cheer, and that's what hold they're on, all gonna on. do. Ollie, one second, Ollie, what was better, Brad's impersonation of a bro or my southern fake southern accent? Oh man, I mean the the, the that southern draw was nice, but anytime Brad will impersonate a bro, like. I'll, I'll just I'll take that. I just can't wait till everybody when we get this on YouTube in like seven years when we have like 30 followers and people can see Brad's face when he's reading off doing his bro impersonation. Oh, that was hilarious. That might be my new drunk guy in Vegas voice when I'm talking about picks that I make. Yeah. Hey, bro, like we got to go to the Vegas game and get, get go to the club. Got to get got to get the fucking bottle service. We're going to get the chicks and then we get the chicks. Then. Dude, I ma- the- dude, I mailed, I mailed in some Addy. We're gonna be up all night. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna do so much homework. It's gonna be legit. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, if I was prescribed Adderall, I'd be the president. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one. I, oh, I, yeah. Everybody who's ever done it that is not supposed to be doing it, that's their, it's, that's their line. Yeah, it's the best. I, it's the most stereotypical Adderall joke that I have. Yeah. That every single person, like, oh, I'd 100, I'd be running this country if I was prescribed. I just, you know, couldn't get the, couldn't get that script. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. to earlier, uh, Mr. 11 and two, Mr. 11 and two, put that on my tombstone. That is what I want to be the title of my autobiography, Mr. 11 and two. So 
NFL or NCAA college football. Huskers have been bad for a while. I just, I'm hand up. I have not been as focused, committed to the Huskers and college football as much as I have in years past. I'm always a degenerate NFL fan. I follow it way closer. I love it. I'm full. I'm fully prepared to go two and eleven this week. But God, I love the NFL, and it's so great to have it back. Uh, Steelers money line that was great. Cardinals money line that was great. Um, God, I'm trying to think of what they all were. There were too many winners for me to remember them all. I hope some of you were able to listen and uh, get some of those in. But yeah, it was a fun weekend. Love that. Uh, and like Raiders this- money line last night. That, yeah, was, that came in nice. Oh, that was I, I almost the roller coaster that we were all riding. If you're on Raiders money line, when Carr threw that pick, I don't know if you guys realized it. I texted you right before they challenged um, if the knee was down on the first touchdown mm. before Derek David or Carr threw that interception. I texted you and I was like, holy shit, guys, I just hit money line. I'm 11 and two on the weekend. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I was talking myself up, which is the dumbest thing you should ever do when you're winning mm-hmm. in, um, in Vegas of all places. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I know I'm, I'm I, I hate myself so much for doing that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was fun. Raiders winning. Fantastic. Uh, City save, was crazy. save your piece about Michigan here uh, to, to coincide it with mine. All right. So for everybody, no, Brad, you do an interlude here or do you, okay. Do you want me to go first? Okay. So I got invited last minute to, um, a golf trip with my brother-in-law who, um, that's, that's me. I, is, yeah. Is the other guy over there. The, the sales pitch was like, bro, it's going to be, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be, we're going to be off the, off the chain. We're 36. Bro, we're going to smoke some macanudos and hit some, uh, we're probably going to hit a hookah bar in Grand Rapids. There's like 36 kids between the 24 dudes. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, dude. Make sure you wear all your Mophie golf attire. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like that M. Oh, never mind. That's Travis Matthew. That's Travis Matthew. Show, shows what I know there. Um, okay, so I got invited last minute by Brad to this big 24-person golf trip that he does with his friends that they've been doing for how many years, Brad? Uh, we've been doing some version of it for a long time, but the the official format of the Two Pines Invitational has been going for three years. Three years. Okay. Um, so probably right behind the uh, ice cream uh barbershop tours that I get to go on with uh, Brad and Bill. This is the second most exciting thing that I get to do as a uh, newly inherited member of the Kirschenbaum family, and I am motherfucking terrified. Pardon my French, Bill. I'm really scared. These guys have been emailing nonstop (laughs) about this. And when I mean nonstop, Ollie, you put together my bachelor party as my best man, did an amazing job, but standard. You know, you shoot out an email once every couple weeks, once a month. These guys are are emailing each other every minute of the day. I've only been a part of this email chain for like two or three days. They all want to call me Bill because that's brother-in-law. And so now I'm Bill too. Um, so I don't know, guys, I'm really scared. I don't handle the alcohol that well anymore. I'm just like a separate text chain. I got so many questions because you're on a different team. So just for context, these are divided up into teams. I'm I'm not on your team. Oh, by the way, I saw on uh, the most recent email that I'm sleeping on an air mattress in like the living room. So can't wait for that. It's it's fine. You're going to be drunk enough. You're not going to notice where you're sleeping. (laughs) Nobody knows. So uh, do you have like a side chat going with everybody is or is there like a separate email? Or are you just referring to the emails that have gone out like in bulk to the whole group? 
I think it's just the same. I'm, it's the only, I think it's, a, I think it's one email chain. Probably. Okay, the so one the email. one email, like where the guy said today that we raised three grand, uh, yes. through. Yeah. Okay. So just for context in Tyler's description, of the bachelor party, I, I came to learn how absolutely insane my friends and I are because I remember thinking like, gosh, there's really not a lot of emails going on around here because I'm also thinking about the emails that have gone on around this golf trip. And I'm like, this is a really slow year for emails. This is a bad showing. Like we're just not like the hype level is not nearly enough. I'm telling you, we used to back in the day when we would have our group email chains, there would be no fewer than three or 400 emails over the course of a week. And sometimes there'd be like 150 a day. And it would be like reflecting on that, Brad, reflecting on that. Do you realize how crazy that is? I mean, we really like each other. Um, I don't really know how else to say it. It's just like we just have See, a lot. This to is say. this is what I'm afraid of. I am. <laughs> I am the most introverted extrovert in the world. I, I, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy being social, but I really enjoy being alone. And like, I don't always love, love, love being around a bunch of people, socializing, blah, 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 blah. I'm terrified that there's about to be 23 extroverts, like me times 10. And I'm never going to get like a thought to myself. Is this something I should be worried about? The best way that I could describe it, I was thinking about this because I know you like your alone time and obviously, you know, do it, do what you got to do. Um, I, nobody's going to judge. I mean, everybody just wants everybody to have fun. I mean, I, I just need say, like two to three minutes, you know? Yeah. I would say that like on the extroverted scale of everybody that's going to be there, I'm like maybe top seven, but definitely not number one. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of me and then a lot more me. And we all see each other like yeah, that's- once a year, everybody in the same place. So like the and we haven't seen each other in the same place for a long time because of COVID. Like it's been a, it's been a year since we've all been together. Mm-hmm. So it is the enthusiasm level is going to be high. I'm the, really to be honest, I'm really going to have a fucking blast. I'm, I know it'll be fun, but in I'm I'm go. This is a business trip for me. I am promoting the Bloodlines podcast. I am I am making sure that these faithful listeners know who this brother in law that you are meeting is. There's going to be more connection to the listeners. I'm the committed fasc- to this, Brad. The so the fascinating thing that I've told you is like my friends, some of us care a lot about sports. Some of them just like could care less. So like mm-hmm. there will be. Oh, I've, I've experienced those. Yeah. Some of there will be football on, but like half the people will be watching football. The other half are going to be outside. Uh, like we'll be there's there's a bonfire. There's yeah. you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. you you're and just we'll, going to experience it. You're going to have a great time. You're going to be like, I can't wait to come back next year. I fucking love those. Op- I love those options because I sit right in the middle of that. Like if I want to sit there and watch football, I'll watch football. But if there's a bonfire going on outside and some drinking, you know yeah. what? Sometimes I flip the switch. and I love just to be out there. Ollie, oh man, that sounds like a great just bounce between That's somebody comes alley. and runs from inside and they're like, dude, you guys got to check out the end of, uh, I don't know. What's the night game this week. You got to check out the end of the game. Like there's three minutes left. They're driving. You got to, you got to get out there and yeah. we'll all shuffle back inside because we've all got money on the game. And then yeah. you get yeah. inside and then somebody's going to be like, Hey, who wants to play a $20 game of darts? And yep. then all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, you've got cash on the table. And then before you know it, it's two 30 in the morning and you're flipping quarters and you're betting Ollie, $5 for the quarter flip. Ollie, take my spot. Just <laughs> Ollie is smiling with the biggest shit-eating grin on his face, just so excited about this. No, you're uh, in, Bill. You're what, in. what I was gonna say is, I don't know if Ollie is ever more himself than when he's in like uh, insulated flannel with some root shorts yeah. and high socks in Birkenstocks around a bonfire. 
probably the most Ollie there could ever be. Uh, That's my happy place. Why we all love him. Absolutely. The real talk, though, is is John, John, who's hosting everybody, his cottage and his lake houses are like truly one of my two or three favorite places in the planet. And uh, they're they're like it's just kind of a magical place. Everybody who goes there falls in love with it. And so are we going to listen to Kit full Kid Rock albums on repeat the entire weekend or just while we're golfing? Um, it'll be, uh, you know, Kid Rock on a yacht. So Kid Rock meets Yacht Rock meets, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like 2010 hip hop somewhere Kid around there. Kid Rock meets Yacht Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I love that description. All right. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, well, everybody, you can just be excited Pray about the, the follow up for next week to hear about all of the fun stories. And it'll, we, um, we will discuss this a little bit as Brad and I have differing picks for Thursday night while, mm-hmm. when we are together, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay, guys, can I just, can I have two, three minutes just real quick? Uh, I'm going to actually, if you don't mind, let me get through my, my couple things here real quick. And then I think you close with your rant. Sounds great. Uh, so uh, we've, we've covered your experience this weekend. You're going to have an awesome time. Uh, th- there's always been the meme going around, though, about uh, Nebraska. You know, the, what's the best win of the Scott Frost era? Because there's not very many of them. And uh, I just wanted to point out that it is very likely that Nebraska's win over Buffalo is a top 10 win of the Scott Frost era and might be like a top six win of the Scott Frost era. Uh, Brad, I, la- I laughed so hard when I saw that on our Google Doc sheet. It made me it just it warmed I mean, my heart to hear they, you la- make fun of them like that. They won by 20 plus points against a team that had a win. So that puts it above uh, really you impressive know, stuff. That's, I think that's one of the biggest margins of victory against a team that had won a game prior to them playing. So, I mean, that's uh, bravo. Uh, well done, everybody. Uh, we're all very proud of you. And, uh, yeah. And then I got to say. Keep throwing the bones, boys. You guys keep throwing those bones. Let uh, everybody know how ferocious of a defense they are. I do think the defense is is all right. Yeah, the defense is the best part. They're, of the team, they're not. They're not the. They're not the problem of the team. But yeah. I just. I nothing drives me more crazy than when a Nebraska player throws the bones after they just completed third and seven. Yeah, I don't love that. That's not my favorite just, thing. No, Mo Berry would do it every game. I've yeah. never hated a Husker more than Mo Berry. Uh, and then uh, I watched Monday Night Football last night, and I watched exclusively the Peyton and Eli broadcast, and I got to say, I loved it. It, it was, was so great. I loved hearing them talk about it. I loved watching Peyton Manning like clearly get visibly upset when a quarterback would make a dumb decision. <laughs> the whole thing was amazing. Eli looked a little shell-shocked to begin with, but I think if they find their rhythm, this is going to be such a cool model. And I could give two shits about whatever it is that they put out there on uh, on the main broadcast. I will be watching the Peyton and Eli broadcast until further notice. Yeah, it's pretty obvious Peyton's the more personable. We all know this. Peyton's the more personable, charismatic guy of the of the two brothers. So Eli definitely is a little little stranger. He needs to warm up a little bit. I agree. But just the way they evaluate the game, how casual the conversation is, the insight that they give is just. Oh, what a what a spot to freeze well, gives us an, a little bit of an insight. Um, but yeah, no, that was great. Russell Wilson too. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Very good. All right. Give us, give us your two minutes on, uh, on the bears. Clear the runway. Everybody back off. Yep. So I apologize. Everybody. I did ask for just a quick two minutes. I'm going to get it out of my way. We don't need to comment afterwards unless you want to just let me go. And I'm going to start possibly add. Okay. I'm going to start with one minute from the Matt Nagy press conference from yesterday. Just, 
one game, it's just the beginning yeah. and the start. But to Bears fans, every game is telltale. Yep. So after seeing Andy Dalton live, I think what Bears fans want to know is what does Dalton give you that at this point Justin Fields does not? Well, that's a good question. I understand it. Uh, but when you look back and you say, and after you're able to watch the tape and see where you're at, you, you, you know that, um, you know, we talked about, and I, I brought it up in regards to producing and scoring touchdowns and, and winning. And so we're always evaluating that. But I thought that Andy did a pretty good job yesterday of being able to, um, you know, get the ball out to guys where he needed to in certain situations. I, I You look. Okay, that's enough. The guy's an absolute moron. Okay, so Allen Robinson did not run a single route for more than 10-plus yards. That is our wide receiver one. Andy Dalton and Justin Fields did not even attempt a pass for farther than 10 yards all game. Matt Nagy is the problem. Matt Nagy has always been the problem, and he will continue to be the problem. It was never about Mitch. It was never about Foles. It's not about Andy Dalton. And it's not about Justin Fields. It was not about the bad offensive line five years ago or the bad offensive line right now. And it was never about bad wide receivers dropping passes six years ago or bad wide receivers dropping passes right now. It is about the only human being that matters in under this regime, Matthew James Nagy. He does not trust a single human being in the NFL to play in his offense. I have been on this Justin Fields starting from day one bandwagon, I don't know, literally since the second he was drafted. So here's a little, I'm gonna end with a little trivia game for you guys. Tell me what Dak Prescott, Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, RG3, Andrew Luck, Bernie Kazar. Oh, and all the way back in 1983, Dan Marino. What do you think all of those quarterbacks have in common? Any guesses? They all have syphilis. <laughs> Every single one of those quarterbacks started week one for their teams and took their team to the playoff in their rookie season. This has been happening since 1983. So everyone just gets in these stances where, oh, this, this, this is it's stuck in tradition. This is what the NFL does. They're not going to be ready. Dan Marino was ready in 83. Bernie Kaiser, you're telling me that Justin Fields is significantly worse than RG3 or Lamar Jackson? Very similar skill sets, played high-level college football. I'm probably over my two minutes. I'm sorry I need to take a little bit of a breath. I just need to end with the next four games. We have three winnable games on of those four. This is the only stretch of the entire season for the Bears, in my opinion. We have three winnable games out of four weeks. On arguably the most important month of the entire Chicago Bears season, and I get it, probably a lot of people don't think the Bears are going to make the playoffs, and most likely they will not. But let's just paint the scenario that Justin Fields – is like Kyler Murray or is like Justin Herbert and does go off and the Bears miss the playoffs by one or two games. Pretty hard to explain. It's just going to be kind of hard to explain. Thank you for letting me rant. I I, I just can't stand that man. Um, okay. Sorry. So, um, and Brad, any, do you guys want to make fun of me or am I wrong in any of those takes? I don't want to make fun of you, but you know it's bad when you bust out the Matthew James. That's when you know it's bad. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Alessandro, the Sandro man, Godfrey, you stop taking that phone call. Do you hear me? <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. So Caesar's last stand. 
this is a, a little bit of a segment into the um, Bloodline Super Contest that we will dive into a little bit. I just want to say that my Djokovic pick that I gave out in the first episode before this super contest was ever created. And it pretty much is, I think just NFL picks, but I just wanted to say, I don't think that Djokovic guaranteeing lock to win the U S open should count against me in the super contest, but I'll leave it up to you. And if it's two against three, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to eat it. I saw this and I didn't want to, I, I tried to remove my biases and you know, because obviously it benefits me if it counts against you. So I tried to address that. And, I, you know, I agree with most of your points. But the reason that I I'm inclined to say it should count is because you picked the favorite for the U.S. Open and called it a lock. And that's uh, it's a tougher pill to swallow. But, um, yeah, I Ali, what do you think? Sway me one way or the other. Honestly, I'm Brad. I'm more in your corner and kind of what I told Tyler earlier. Honestly, is because look, you hey, it was whatever it was guys. in it was in the we had this segment lock it up. All right. You put it in the lock it up segment. We did not have a future segment yet. And while right. it was a future, it it was, you know, we it was discussed during your okay. lock it up. So All right. I'm 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 going to eat it. Just know I'm very much looking forward to this week's lock segment <laughs> so we can maybe address another interesting take on there. But I guess we'll get to that here in just a few minutes. But OK, I guess I lost it, which brings me down to four and three. Um, are we jumping into that? I guess, Brad, why don't you give a little Caesars last stand about why Detroit's under should have hit? I mean, I, I don't really have a huge defense for it. They, I think that uh, the 49ers ran the ball, which I kind of expected. Uh, the difference is they were um, very successful, and then Detroit came back. At the end. Yeah. How much of that game did you guys get to watch? Did you get to Did you get to catch any of that second half? I actually watched the entire game because my father in law is a huge Lions fan. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I guess that's right. He is a Detroit guy. Yeah. Um, so. Dan Campbell, man, he has something cooking up in Detroit. They don't have all the talent. They're not going to be very good this year, but it's just pretty obvious. It's what we don't see in Lincoln on Saturdays, but we are seeing in Detroit on Sundays. It's a team that is playing for a coach that is united. It is obvious. These guys are not giving up. They were down, what, 24 points? Yeah, they they were slaughtered. They were like 20 yards from tying up that football game. They might yeah. just be a that'll be a sneaky cover team later on this year, I think. I agree. I think they're going to be fun to bet on in the second half of the season. And if he gets enough time to get his guys in place and everything, I think that uh, if 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 he can evaluate talent properly, I think they're going to be a good team. And he's just a content factory. <laughs> the guy. Is oh, yeah. Just, and he got, and he got, he's doing a thousand milligrams of caffeine every yeah. single morning is uh, I mean, that's that's a real American hero. I mean, I have like a single vodka Red Bull and I feel like my heart is pouncing out of my chest. So I don't know you should be afraid of this weekend. (laughs) Anyway, getting into the uh, getting into the hup pool, uh, we we rebounded nicely last week, I would say, Um, after going one in five and finding ourselves squarely Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the standings. Uh, We came back. uh, We got wins uh, with the Raiders, uh, Nebraska. Uh, miraculously covered something. Uh, I actually submitted my pick incorrectly and submitted the Detroit <laughs> over, which worked out great. Uh, Love it. 
gotta love, love that when you're uh, when you're just in a hurry trying to get stuff in. Yeah. And uh, my my pit lock uh, was also one of my hut pool picks. And, yeah, that uh, that pit lock was a good one. I jumped on that after you talked about it because I agree that one just didn't make sense. Um, that was a good pick. Uh, and I'm trying to get our uh, our podcast noted on the uh, the hut pool email chain, but so we'll run down uh, just a real quick uh, bit of uh, some of the people that are up top here. Uh, the top three for this week in the Hup Pool are somebody named Bracket Busted uh, with a lot of C's, K's, T's, B's, and D's. Uh, Vic is my dog and Tuna and Noodle. Now, mind you, I don't know who any of these people are. Um, what was the but, second name? Thick as my uh, dog? Oh, no. Thick as my dog is a very different team. Vic is my dog. Okay, got it. Well, I mean, both both equally controversial, whichever way you want to spin yeah. it, I suppose. I'm, I'm definitely okay with either one, but... Uh, Meanwhile, uh, your boys here are uh, – we're down here uh, at the very, 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 very bottom. We got the Kirschen Jaeger bomb squad, um, one and five. So uh, don't call it a comeback. This week. It's – you know what? Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And and I will just take – and I wanted to talk to you about this, Brad. Can I forfeit my NCAA pick to you? Sure. And take, an, and take an NFL one. I think yeah. you're just better at NCAA. I just, I, I, I'm more confident in NFL. I need, we need to start taking this more. I need to take the hut pool as seriously as I take our locks because the hut pool is in my, it's a little bit become, Oh, here's a couple quick picks at the beginning of the week. No, not no, no, no. I'm sitting this, this down. This has got to be your two best. I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm mentally shifting over to that. And this is going to be the comeback of a uh, really, but the people are going to be talking about this for decades to come. I agree. But speaking of picks, we have our uh, we've got our midweek picks. Uh, it's just something just something to give you a little taste of the action uh, before we hit the uh, the weekend vibes. Um, you want to you want to jump into yours here, Tyler, for your uh, midweek picks? Yeah, for sure. So I'll jump in real quick. Padres plus 160 against the Giants. Um, oh, shoot. That's a Tuesday night game, actually. Well, Tuesday night. Sorry, everybody. This is probably going to be a loser anyway. Um, but that's Tuesday night. I'm taking the Padres to beat the Giants. Jake Arrieta's on the bump. Uh, maybe Ollie can spit this out here in the next two hours. That was dumb on my part. Um, I like the Giants on Thursday night. Uh, plus three and a half. The, that, these are just going to be two great defenses. That's why I liked your under as well, Brad, even though it is crazy low. Um, Tyler Heineke had his little cup of coffee last postseason when he got to come in in uh, week one of the or of the playoffs for wild card. Played fantastic. There's a difference when you have an NFL roster scheming for you and knowing what your pros, cons, everything mm-hmm. is. Um and the Giants just have a very sneaky good defense. Bradbury's maybe one of the better underrated uh, cornerbacks. I really like that pick. And then, like I said, Thursday night, Brad, I actually already locked this pick in on my phone last night. Louisiana, minus 20 and a half. And uh, I'll let you uh, give your pick in that game. So I have actually – so I, I teased it up a little bit because I can do you know my alternate lines. I yep. like Ohio uh, getting 21 and a half. Uh, you take we a have a sweet spot. Out. Yeah, there's there, a there is a spot. middle of 21. Um, so so I was thinking, go ahead. Why why don't we have some type of punishment for this game this weekend? We're, we're exactly against each other. Maybe okay. send out send out an email to that insane email group and say, hey guys, we need to come up with a funny idea for after well, me and my brother in law make this bet. The, the way to do this, because the spirit of the weekend, the one thing I didn't mention on our uh, recap or preview of the uh, golf tournament is that we raise we raise money for a uh, child uh, kids charity every single year. 
Um, so that's a, that's a piece of what we do. And most bets over the course of the weekend involve, uh, the loser of the bet donating to that particular charity. So I would be, uh, I would be happy to do something around that just to fit with the, the spirit of the weekend. Why don't we just do like a separate, just against each other, 50 bucks straight up this game, whoever that's what I was loses. Okay, cool. 50, All right. 50 bucks for the kids. 50 bucks for the kids. I am on Louisiana. Um, so what are we going to do on this in between? Oh, just say if it's 20 and a half, what, we'll, we'll both donate 50 because we both won our bets? No, because if it's 21, you lose. No, if it's 21, I win and you win. It's minus we both 20 and win. a half. Yes, correct. Do some math, Brad. Yeah, yeah, right. You're right. You're right. I'm telling you, I cannot do math today. This is so not, for, okay. Not so well. for everybody, just to re-clarify here, I have Louisiana minus 20 and a half. Brad has Ohio plus 21 and a half. He bought it up to 21 and a half. For Why don't we just call 20. it 21? 21 is a push. That's fine with me. You're the one that bought it up to 21 and a half. Well, it's fine. And, and that's just a waste of money because Louisiana is going to roll them because Ohio is trash. But regardless, we'll talk to that later. I I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But I love that we immediately transitioned from I'm terrible at college. I don't know what I'm talking about. Take my college <laughs> picks to what do you mean? I'm so confident Louisiana is going to roll them. <laughs> Ollie, can you just tell tell us what all we did wrong and just wrap this episode up, please? <laughs> uh, but before you, we move on from that game, I am taking Ohio and the Raging Cajuns over 57 and a half. Oh, we oh, all got okay. action on this. So, all, got a little, all got a little action. <laughs> love it. Love it. And if they don't get the overs, uh, I would like to donate too. So awesome, man! Of the like people. That. Love that. It's going to uh, just just to note for any listeners if they do want to donate, we are donating uh, all proceeds to charity for uh, diabetic camps for kids. They're called Imagine Camps. Uh, they're designed to help uh, you know young kids learn to live with their diabetes uh, and understand the, the life skills and basically feel like they're uh, they're not weird and that they have a long fruitful life ahead of them. Uh, one of our members attended the camps and uh, as a big advocate for them, so that was how this particular charity was selected. Brad, what's the best like call to action? Is there like a website or a go? Yeah. Yeah. page if uh, i'll actually send uh we'll get it on our twitter and our uh and our socials um cool. i'll send it to you afterwards but you can go to the american diabetes association if you search for an event search for the two pines invitational 2021 uh you'll find a bunch of people uh last year we did this uh for a different group we raised uh i think like seventeen thousand dollars this year our goal is twenty thousand uh so really cool uh, that's yeah, uh, we try to all, all jokes aside. I'm honored to be a part of it and really appreciate the invite. Oh, yeah. You know, we, it's for the kids, for the boys uh, and the girls, and the girls <laughs> all the kids. All kids. Um, so, yes, Ali, tell us how we're dumb and wrap it up. Two quick things. First, curious. Do you guys think Allegiant Stadium will have a resident DJ? I saw Stevie Aoki there blasting some tunes oh, last night i mean it's what? vegas so yeah. are we gonna have a resident dj there in, in vegas uh, i think that'd be pretty sweet Ow. yes do they have a club inside there i wouldn't doubt it they yeah they should. I, I gotta look it up i'm pretty sure the atlanta falcons they have a club in that stadium um a couple of stadiums have like unique stuff like that um a little kind of a cool insight that i'd like to share with ollie you bringing that up that is really that is an interesting thing to think about um I uh, had a chance to I was just talking with a gentleman at the bar um, last night who had come from the game and he was showing me some pictures from the stadium. Him and his wife had flown in um, there are Ravens fans, this and that. And he ended up kind of becoming buddy buddy with this gate attendant person 
who allowed him up to the um, like corporate sponsor area. So if you're one of the corporate sponsors, you have a special lobby before you go to your suite at this stadium. And it's one of the most historic, most unique collections of artwork in the world. Um, he was showing me pictures of all this absolutely incredible. Everything's an original, um, a lot of Vegas themed, but he was showing me some pictures that were, I mean, I'm not the biggest art guy, but I think it's pretty dang cool. Um, really, really neat stuff. Um, kind of a neat little fun fact about Allegiant Stadium. Um, but Resident DJ, who would you pick if it was you, Ollie? Who's your like go-to guy? Oh man, who would I pick? I don't know. I'm 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 a big Tiesto guy. I love Tiesto. Mm-hmm. For sure. Give me, give me mashups the entire day. Get White Panda out there. Get Girl Talk out there. Brad, Brad just wants two friends up there the whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Love it. <laughs> and then what else do we got, Ali? My last thing for tonight. I know we're not a fantasy podcast, but how'd you guys do? Brad, do you want to go? I'm not like thrilled to re- talk about how I did. Uh, I, I mean, I lost, but I lost in like just hyper devastating fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost Gus Edwards right before the season started. And Same. then, uh, immediately after, uh, thinking that I still had a chance. Um, so I figured, you know what? I need a defense for this week. I have the Browns defense, but they're playing the chiefs. I don't want to roll that out there. Um, so what I did was I dropped Gus Edwards and I picked up a defense, uh, somebody who I thought had a good matchup, somebody, you know, replacing an old quarterback with Packers. a new quarterback who throws a lot of, Oh yeah. Packers. <laughs> big time. <laughs> they put up a big, uh, a big uh-huh. negative seven for me. And I lost my matchup by three. Well, it's funny you say that, Brad, because another Packer is the reason why I lost, because this is the second time in my life I've had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. The last time I actually won the league, he, I think it was 2011. I had him, Adrian Peterson and Julio Jones all in their like breakout years. He was awesome. But I unfortunately have him again because I, as referenced on previous podcasts, was not in the most clear state of mind for our draft. And Aaron Rodgers got us a wonderful like negative two, I think is what he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and after being the guy who went out and made sure I got Kyler Murray last year, it was just torture watching Kyler Murray have all that fun. And I just felt like Squidward up in his tree watching Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins down on the ground, running around, uh, having all kinds of fun because I wasn't having much fun. I'd outstare uh, beat me. Boys, I snagged Adelia this weekend, so. Oh, What's your team name? <laughs> Uh, it, it is this thing on it's <laughs> like it, it's been, the league was deactivated for a couple of years and I just changed it. If this thing was going to happen again and Hey, we flipped it live. Um, but yes, I mean, CD lamb, Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, they all, uh, put up, uh, put up a bit for me and for Patty, Patty Mahomes as well. Of course. Man, so I like your team. You got a lot of young wide receivers. Yeah. I I've had some, some luck with, uh, some rookies in the past. So I felt, you know, Hey, Roll and with dice. Prescott back. So love and lamb right now, but love it. We'll, I'll uh, share, I'll share my, uh, passwords. So you can fix my team. Cause it's a travesty. <laughs> there we go. That's it for All me. Right. All right. All right, guys, from everybody. Uh, oh, oh, Brad, you have your nice little like routine. Why don't you nice give us a nice little beautiful send off here? Well, for uh, for myself, Brad Kirschenbaum, uh, signing off for uh, Tyler Hammock over there out there in Vegas, and uh, the Sandro man out there in uh, out there in a beautiful sunny Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, and uh, and and just remember, hug it, chug it, football. football!
darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes So that's fine by me So wake me up when it's all